you know, how I'm justifying why I do it. Like, living life on hard mode, dude. Giving a good, valiant effort here. I'm not trying to, like, live that simple, basic mode. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm stoned. Like, how do I figure this out while I'm stoned? Don't overthink things. Don't be emotional. Shit, you smoked hash. Now you're more emotional and overthinking things. Living life on hard mode. That's sick. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 132 of the podcast. Hope you guys are having an awesome day. We have a Sunday sale today, Sunday, September 17th. Um, and I just wanted to go over some of the new stuff we've been working on over the past couple weeks. We've been in the flower zone. I mean, we've been just chilling at the shop, smoking flower mostly. I mean, still, you know, taking our derps and all that stuff, but we're smoking a lot of flowers so that our heads are in the flower zone while we're making flower rigs and or flower tubes and stuff like that. Um, so I have a few different things on the table today I want to show you guys. Don't forget though to go to bmsclass.com, sign up for that newsletter, that way you get emails about these newer products, prices, and everything we're doing. This Sunday I'm going to be dropping like one or two tubes, just for fun. The real flower drop really will be in October. I'm just starting to like test stuff and refine how I want these designs to go. Um, but yeah, so this Sunday sale, September 17th, it's going to be just a couple of flower tubes. We're going to have a handful of bubblers from the mini bubs to the little bit bigger double fuse 18 mil right here and then we'll have them in full color and clear with these colored accents. We'll have two of these and probably two full colors. So not high quantities, low quantities, come out kind of everything, but that's what we're doing right now. We're not putting out as high volume of stuff. We're putting out a little bit different products and trying and testing different things. So we're sacrificing time that we'd normally use to produce more work and we're using that to test new products and prototype stuff, you know, all that all those kind of fun things that just take time. Just like if you have any friends out there that are growers when you see them popping seeds, just know they're investing a ton of time and money because popping seeds is usually like a loss for at least the first couple, like I swear for the first year or two, just because it's like finding the right genetics and hunting that's a whole thing. So we're putting time into trying to add stuff to Bear Mountain Studios, which means we're going to be sacrificing a little bit of our output right now. But I want to show you some of this flower stuff we've been working on, including this right here. Not necessarily a flower piece, would be great for flower just because of the way the perk functions, but I have one of these blooping RBRs right here. This is going to be the first one that we're putting up for sale, and it will be on that Sunday sale. But if you're a Patreon member, remember you're going to get early access on Saturday for a few hours, and then that will close, and then Sunday it will go live public. So that's a nice way. If you want to get early access to drops, you can join the Patreon too. At, uh, uh, I think it's patreon.com backslash Bear Mountain Studios. All right, let's check these out. Let's look at the flower tube first. So this right here is made with lava. Um, it's like really, really bright, almost like the type of orange you'd see on like safety equipment or like hunting gear. It's just like one of the brightest oranges out there. Um, the function behind this tube, super inspired by like sovereignty and those who have come before me. Um, but I did some tweaks and changes to perks like the way I like to smoke. If you look at this perk in here, it's actually basically a stemless double diffuse perk. It has the shower head in the bottom. It's just a little bit different the way it's all like set in there. And then you have the disc in the middle here. But this disc is welded to the outer walls similar to how the bloopers are. So it does a little bit of bloop action as well. Um, but this setup of this double diffuse perk like this, I feel like really, really uses um, each section to the best it can as far as like how smooth it makes the hit and everything. Everyone in the shop has like taken flower rips, dabs, tested everything, and it's like crazy how smooth this tube is. Like my wife and I were taking huge flower rips out of it. We couldn't even believe it. Like we're not good at smoking flower and somehow we're able to take fat rips out of this thing. So absolutely shreds. 
Um, similar to other companies that have the splash guard with an overflow, but this overflow is a little different because it banks and it goes into a little funnel here so that you can make a little tornado while you're smoking it. Pretty much signature bear mount. If, if, if I'm making a piece, I'm trying to put a water feature on there where you have a small vortex of water. So I just enjoy that. For me, I like to like take the hit and like see the water spinning. It's just, I feel like it adds to the overall like look of function videos or even when you're smoking by yourself and you're just like looking at it like, what could this thing fucking function? Um, they also, these tubes and the bigger bubblers have some of the newer battleship design. This design that's on these tubes is actually inspired by our new workbench in our studio, which like to me, it looks like a battleship. It's like this huge steel bench covered in equipment. It's like, I don't know, I'm really proud of it. So we had our graphic designer make a new image that kind of like was inspired by that bench and there's all these different images in there. So it's like a really cool, like, it's a cool image that's made of a bunch of smaller images. So when you, if you get one of these, look close, you'll find all different stuff in there from RBRs to like different glass blowing tools and stuff. So they're pretty detailed and really cool. Um, it's crazy to see stuff like this all come together because when I first started buying glass, I was buying mostly like flower tubes and bubblers. Like that's what was available. That's what was popular in the time, in like 2008, nine, 10. Um, dab rigs really weren't a thing just yet. I mean, back then it was like titanium skillets that flipped down underneath like a little thing that looked like, you know, like, I don't even know. Just like there were skillets. That's just all they were. I'm already stoned this morning. I worked out this morning, fucking smoked a bunch, and then I was like, fuck, that's right, we're about to film the podcast. And I was like, I should have waited to smoke. I just got so fucking whooped at my workout that I was like, I need I need weed and hash. I took a dab and fucking ripped a bong. But whatever, we're here now, we're doing it. All right, let's check out the function on this, which like I said, it's essentially a double diffuse perk with no stem, and then it has a splash guard that's my actual inline perks on my honey jar recyclers is right here, and I used it as a splash guard. Um, not that I took it out of a honey jar, but I used like the same shape and just uh, incorporated it into that and it works really well. Just that little NATO under there and you can just see how like frothy and like it's like a washing machine, like the like how hard it shreds. And this is on 44 millimeter tubing, so it's not like 38 or skinnier. This is like Heavy wall 44, so it's a bigger tube. Um, I think 44 is probably just about the perfect size. We tested stuff from 38 up to 50. The 50 was sick in the right application, but it was almost like too big. And then 38 is too small, and the 44 seems just right. So that's what we're going with with our tubes. It's the same thing with our bubs here. Um, but also, too, these slides are a multi-hole slide. With the tubes, they're a little bit bigger slide. They're a four-hole, a little bit bigger bowl. On the bubs, they're more of a snapper. They're still a multi-hole, but it's a three-hole with a smaller bowl. So that, like, you know the difference. If you're going to have a little party bowl, you pass back and forth. Or if you're going to just take one rip by yourself, that's kind of how we looked at that. Um, but we're trying to figure out what people want. Should we just do the bigger slides, or should we do everything multi-hole snapper slides? I don't know. Let me know in the comments if you're someone that's actually interested in flower pieces and how you prefer to smoke. We really try to like talk to people and ask so that we can, you know, make the pieces that are going to function best for everyone, not just for how we like things, you know? Um, but yeah, I'm really proud of this tube. The flared foot, like I've never done anything like this, like with the color wrap and everything. It's just, just how clean it all is. Like, it's like one of those things if I showed myself like 10 years ago this and be like, you're going to make this someday. I'd be like, no fucking way, dude. Like, that's insane. Like, I just can't believe, like, seeing something like this in front of me, like a, t a flower tube. It's it's just cool for me. Um, let's check out these bubs, because these bubs, I mean, have had some refinements, too, and they're just better and better each batch. 
Um, so now they're coming with these a uh, little bit different flower slides. Um, these actual like hooks on the side here, they're a flattened horn. And uh, we did that because we wanted to make something that kind of looked like a bear claw, but also was like a horn. Cause like we, we reached out to a lot of different bigger flower smokers and everyone likes the slides with like a horn on it. Like something that goes down below the joint specifically. And the horn just aesthetically, the way it comes to a point, looks smoother and cleaner than just like a rod coming down. And for us, we didn't want to just do like a regular horn, like, cause there's a handful of people that do that. So like, how can we make it our own? And one of the guys in the shop here was like, what if we flatten it and make it look like a bear claw? He's like, that's like a, like the fucking bear claw on the side of the bowl. I'm like, bro, there we go. Bear wants to do his bear claw. Makes sense. So we got the bear claw on the side of there. Um, so let's check out the function on the bubs. These double diffuse bubs, they have a reinforced gridded, um, it's a 16 hole shower head in the bottom. Bigger holes than you'd see in the RBRs though, a little bit more space because it is a flower piece. So you want a little bit more airflow and you don't want to get ash like caught in between things. You want to be able to bypass it if you don't have a ash catcher. So the perks are made accordingly. So I'm gonna take a little pull on this and show you guys the function. Stacks, she stacks. Those are a real daily piece right there, man. This is the type of piece you can just like, you're just chilling on the couch, watching fucking movies and just ripping fucking flower bowls. I mean, that's just a classic bubbler with like our take on it. Um, we're not the first one to do a doer bub, you know what I mean? But this is like very Bear Mountain-esque, like the shaping to it, the perk, every, the way everything's done, it's like you can just tell it's a Bear Mountain piece, even if it didn't have that sandblasting on it. Uh, this one right here is Peacock Chameleon. So it's like Peacock, but it has a little bit of like extra color and striking ability in it. Uh, we kept it really nice and rich blue color, so it didn't get all weird. Sometimes some of those striker colors, they'll strike a little bit brown or tan, and not everyone loves that. So we kept this like really bright and rich blue color. Love all the clear and colored stuff that we have on these recent drops, like mixed in with all the full color stuff, because... The contrast on these is great. Like you can really create a real rainbow with them a lot easier than like when you're doing the full color pieces, just like stoked how these kind of pull the drops together. All right. Last one we're going to look at before we go sesh and have a little conversation and get caught up before today's drop. Um, let's check out this blooping RV. I'm going to bring this one over for the sesh too. We'll take some derps on this and I got a flower tube. We're going to be smoking over there. We'll above really big flower bub. Um, but yeah, so, Normally, a lot of people would look at this and go, oh, it's just, it's just an RBR. Maybe it's just like got a little bit weird proportions on the foot and stuff. Um, but these, these are actually like, I talked about it, I think, a little bit in a previous episode. But these are literally the hardest RBRs to put together, even though they don't look like that much different than a regular RBR. And it's just because the perk that's in it and how the perk was put in. Um, but it has those like actual like welded to the wall, like those almost like fan blades. It's like blooper like perk I make and uh just the way it's like hits like it just it has a really special hit where it feels like so much water is moving through like a complex shape but really not that complex of a shape but like it feels like it's being forced through something but like really effortlessly but you can feel the volume and weight of the water so when I say effortless I don't mean like you pull on a tube and it immediately bottoms out and it just feels like you're pulling air and you're like yeah it's effortless like it just it just pulls I'm like no you're feeling like a large amount of water moving, rumbling, and shaking this piece, but it's got like, the perk has got so much power that it's like, 
I don't know, dude. It's like a fucking one of those turbo diesel trucks, dude. They just fucking move through shit. Like, you know, it's a big heavy machine that just pushes. Like, this thing feels like that, but it's, you know, honestly, the width on these are skinnier than a mini double, but the same height because they have a basically a stretched out micro RBR can. But yeah, if I put a mini double next to it, you'd see kind of size difference. But let's, I'll pull on it, show you guys some function, and I'll take some dabs on it when we're doing the, um, the next part of our show here. Just a shredder, dude. Moves like so much water and it's so effortless and it just, it just feels nice too. Just wanted to give you guys a little sound because it's like so buttery and like, but you can hear the heaviness of the water, the amount of water it's moving. Cause I, I like to fill up the whole foot with these bloopers because they're made to handle water. They're made to handle a lot of water and not be a nuisance for you to smoke. It's supposed to be effortless with all that water and it feels really cool when you can feel that much volume moving without like any edit effort. I don't know. That's the fun thing about when you're like really focusing on percolators and function is that like you can do things to these pieces and like adjust stuff where like the perk literally acts like an engine. Like you can feel the difference if you put a perk into this same piece. Like if I just put like a four hole diffy in the bottom and then like didn't cut the disc like it just would feel it might look similar but it would not feel right it would just it might just from far away you know what i mean like like all cars with four wheels from really far away kind of look similar like all suvs or trucks kind of look similar from a mile away or whatever but as you get closer you can start noticing details and the quality and what's been put into it so it's very similar with pipes that's why here pretty soon we're going to start offering small drops to different shops around the country again so we can start having some in-store stuff because some people don't like buying online some people much prefer to go to a store look at something and then buy it so we want to make sure we're catering to those folks as well um, and we're going to start having stuff that's specifically for like stores and certain stores and stuff like that so be on the lookout for that in the future too if you have your favorite local shop let them know but like be on the lookout bear mountain's gonna open up their wholesales of books again after fucking been almost four years or something like that or three over three years now since they've been closed but yeah we've uh built this whole studio and i built this whole team and now i'm in a position where like i could facilitate i think having relationships with stores and different communities around the country and world again like i'd love to travel for too i have shops all over like europe and stuff that are already down like dude come out here for a drop like we'll put you up like like, there gives me a reason to fucking go over there, dude. Australia, whatever, Canada. But all around the U.S. too. Gotta hit the U.S. first. I want to do in-person drops again. Hang out with people. Show them the glass. And uh, I want to get back to doing what I absolutely loved about this in the beginning, which was, like, connecting with people and showing them what I made and getting excited about it. Uh, the last few years, I've been so buried in just, like, working and crushing and trying to achieve these goals to get this studio so that we could get to this next level. And I'm, I'm ready to move back to the space I used to be now that I have this foundation. Um, so we're getting there. So thanks so much, everybody. Let's go. Let's go fucking sesh for a little bit and uh, catch up. I'll see you guys over in the other room. Thanks, everybody.
blazer works just as good as a bick. <coughs> you just get a little bit, a bit more of a bull burn. Whoa. Oh, damn, that Thunderdome from Green Dot. I don't know if any of you folks live in Colorado that watch this, but if you do, and get a chance to try the Thunderdome flower from Green Dot. It's phenomenal. Obviously, all the rosins, like the Thunderdome rosins fire. This fucking uh, Dali, the flower from the Dali, and the rosin are super fire. But if you do live in Colorado and you haven't yet tried any of the Green Dot of their, like, like their premium flower, like, you really try to get some and try it out. Because it's really fucking awesome weed. Especially if you don't smoke weed all the time. Just, like, have a jar around the house just to fucking try that shit out. It's not a paid advertisement. I'm just fucking smoking a lot of Green Dot and... I'm stoked on I wanted to let you guys know what I was smoking. I just took a hit of some Thunderdome. We'll just smoke some more of that here while we chill. I got the blooping RBR on the table. We're going to take some dabs out of that. I have some of this new batch of guava batter from 710. This guava from 710 is like fruity, but it's not a super fruity guava. It's like a gasoline guava. It's an awesome cut of it. And then I like I was just saying the Dolly rosin batter as well. Um, been smoking a ton of flour lately. Like... We're typically, like, over the last six months or four months, I've been dabbing really heavy because I was conditioning for the Patreon event that we did a month or so or two ago. I don't even know. Um, but now I'm, like, still dabbing, but, like, I'm back to smoking flower gang because I'm not conditioning for an event. I'm like, dude, it's time to fucking just enjoy fucking ripping bongs and stuff. And really, we've been smoking so much flower in the shop, too, because I have the whole team, like, trying to help me focus on, like, flower pieces. Like, what should I do or what should I make? Or you make this color. So... Whatever, like I want everyone on the same page. So it's like we all need to be smoking flour and ripping bongs so that we're in the flower zone, dude. We can't be fucking taking dabs trying to make flower rigs. We need to be like, or flower bongs. We need to be fucking smoking flour if we're making shit for flour. If we're making rigs, we need to be smoking hash. So like whatever we're working on that day really determines on what we're smoking. But just know we're smoking all day. And like testing things, you know, just lots of research. Try to figure out, you know, what's the best size slide or what, how, what do people prefer four hole, three hole or single hole? You know, I think the three holes are perfect. Three hole snapper slides. That's the perfect bowl. In my opinion, we've, we've been smoking a few different ones. We've been testing all different types of slides because we're going to be doing, when we do accessory drops, we're going to be starting dropping bear mountain slides. <coughs> Dude, they're like, <coughs> they're so nice. And like the joints are all like engraved with like, a little Bear Mountain monogram and stuff. I think we might switch it to a paw, though. The ones that we've been using around the shop and the first couple we're going to sell have the monogram on the joints. But we're just, like, playing around with all of it. And it's just, it's fun to be, like, working on something new while still be able to pursue, like, all my other things I'm trying to do. Like, you know me, I'm always working on my RBRs. But I want to play around with some flower stuff. For years, I've been talking about putting out a flower line, and I really want to uh, do that. Um, I would actually love to eventually be able to offer big ones like this, so, because these are floor pieces. This is the type of piece that you put on your floor, on your carpet, or on a mood mat right in front of you. I like to put my feet right on either side of it like this and just, like, hold it in front of me, and I'll just be playing video games. And then you just lean forward and rip it because the bowl is all the way up by your face. It's not like, you know, how like, traditional, like, 36-inch, you know, three-foot bong. Like, it's way down on the floor. Sometimes you have to have a friend help you if it's over a four-foot bong. You have to, like, oh, can you light the bowl for me and pull the slide? With this, you don't even need friends. Like, you can just... <laughs> Smoke it by yourself in your couch and be logged into a virtual world talking to your friends. They don't have to be there pulling the side for you. You don't even have to leave game. So it's a perfect floor piece for just ripping bowls and playing video games. Um, you know, and that's where I'm at now. I'm like, you know, I think a lot of people out there are also ripping bowls and playing video games. And I want to make some stuff for them too. 
you know so we'll we're gonna have our bigger bubs and our like flower tubes but eventually i would really love to be able to offer some of these bigger ones which we will i bet you by next summer we'll probably be able to offer stuff like this but like anything it's all a process like i'll have ideas and it might take six months for it to come to fruition and actually happen because it just takes a lot to actually put something into like my formula to be making it for selling i can make one of anything and be like sick but like to make like 10 of something is kind of like i have to make sure it's a product i can actually make 10 of some of this stuff is like a miracle even worked out like this thing's kind of a miracle there's a couple tools and things i need to actually do these in a way where they'll be a lot safer to pull them off and it won't be so much of a gamble um but like anything it takes time you got to hustle sell glass buy tools learn how to use them and then you can pursue the next idea um, granted there's a lot of things you can do by hand and be creative and figure it out but at a certain point it's more about the size of the piece of glass that determines whether you have to use equipment or not and some of the stuff like this is not being done by hand I don't care who you are it's just not happening and if it does happen then good good for you it's not I don't know how you could though because it's like you would need three arms you'd need friends to make it by hand like you would need a friend like, my friend's a machine that will, like, hold it for a second while I'm doing a crazy weld, and I can have fucking all different fire bunts. And it's like, if you're doing this by hand, like, you would be cooking yourself because this thing essentially has to be in a fire the whole time while you're working on it. Like, it's not just, like, you're putting torches on it and it's all cold around. It's like, no, it's inside a bunch of fire. You climb into the fire and you work on it. So if you're doing it by hand, it means you have to hold your hands in the fire the whole time. Essentially, like, if you're, like, cooking, like, a pig or something over a fire, you would be the little fucking like sticks next to the fire burning that's holding that thing that's spinning like so like that's why having a machine that can hold it that, that's steel that can handle getting you know a few hundred degrees and it doesn't really fuck with it is necessary like because my arms i can't cook them like that it's not it's just not possible but that's why i'm i feel so grateful that for the years of support that we've had so i can get equipment to be able to try crazy stuff like that. i mean no one a lot of people aren't going to make stuff like this because it is a big investment. It's a big piece. There's a lot of risk at trying to pull something off like that. There's a high probability it's going to break. So it means long term, if like you make four and only two survive out of every four, like you're actually in the negative and then it can't be something you produce for people. It's like you make one and you get to enjoy it. Um, there's a lot of pieces like that in my collection, like one of ones. And I'm like, yeah, I made this, but I can't manufacture this for people to buy. Like it's not, I'm not able to. So that's why I'll have to do events and let people try all these crazy prototypes I have that I really can't make a bunch of. Um, yeah, there's so many ideas I want to pursue, but it's like all like also being responsible at the same time. It's like, oh, like I really want to do this, but I have to finish this project and pay this bill before I sp start putting all this time into this thing that probably won't pay me anything. I just, it's a passion project, you know? Um, but you got to have those passion projects. You know, I don't, if I don't have things that I'm really excited about, it's hard for me to do even my responsibilities because I'm like, well, dude, if I don't have any treats, I'm not even going to do anything. I'm just going to sit here and dissolve. Like, I, I need to have treats. And some of my treats are having projects that I obsess over that I have to do. Um, so I need to get a whiteboard in this studio. The whiteboard at my home studio is just covered in the craziest shit. And, like, I'm like, I need that here because that makes me feel good when I see all the different drawings. Like, to me, it's like, you know, it's like its own language. I'm like, oh, look at all these ideas. My brain... In reality, on a wall. I know you can't see it, but listen. This, when I'm smoking this, I walk around the studio while the guys are working. I'll just be like smoking my little hand pipe. Because like from this, like this angle right here, 
kind of just looks like a Sherlock or something. Just some weird Sherlock. But then it's stretched the fuck out. Like, it's got this long bottom on it. But when I'm walking around the shop, because it has this flare right here, I just go right there in my hand. It's just comfy. And I just walk around the studio, just rip my little handpipe, talk to people, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, just, it's, it's classy. But then it's, it's just this huge thing on the bottom. That's what's fun about these pipes is, like, they're actually really comfortable to hold and walk around and smoke, and it looks pretty funny. <coughs> yeah, I love it, dude. It's a good time. Let's take a dab. Let's rip some of this guava. I've been waiting to take a dab of it since yesterday. I didn't really dab much yesterday. I was just ripping flour again. Cause, but today, I'm actually working on dab rigs, so I'm going to have to set that flour aside and be the responsible creator and just smoke hash the rest of the day while I'm making hash pipes. So it's, it's a tough job. Somebody's got to do it, though. And I like to make sure, like I said, whatever I'm making that day, I want to make sure I'm using the product that's going to go through whatever I'm making. So I understand. So I'm living in that world. I'm thinking like a flower smoker that day when I'm making flower pieces. Today I'm going to be a hash smoker. Think about the hash rig. Yeah, dude. This is crazy. This is a job. It's nuts, dude. I go, I go to fucking like kid vents with the family and like talk to other parents and stuff and like everyone here either works for space force or they're a military contractor or like it's something with the military or it's a doctor that's it or lab and like i'm just like i i don't know dude i feel like i'm like still able to be a kid over here like i'm able i'm like living through some sort of still adolescent phase while still maintaining adult responsibilities and having like a real life and all that. But like then my day to day, I was somehow like through a lot of like stress and hard work, but like created this reality where I'm like kind of doing silly juvenile stuff that the side effect is I'm able to support my family and pursue a craft that I absolutely love. But let's be real, like, there's many different glass blowers out there, many different types of glass blowers. There's people who make literal scientific lab equipment. There's people who make high-end art and sculptures. Then there's this other group of people like me who make stuff that we just get really excited the next day to take it out of the kiln and smoke weed through it. And we are the children of the glass scene, I feel like. Um, when you look at it on and, uh, and a bigger picture here, I think that we... At least I feel like that's where I'm, I'm in this like still this like phase of like just still kind of being a kid, you know, not like, you know, not like a teenager, but like, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21, like doing dumb shit with my friends, like having silly ideas and trying them like, and I'm, I gotta, I gotta fucking appreciate that more, dude. Cause like anything, even if you love it it's hard to love even your favorite thing every single day. Like some days are awesome. The other days suck. Like even if you're like a musician and you're obsessed with playing music, you love instruments, this and that there's days where you're just like, it just doesn't feel right. And you're like, this feels like a job. This sucks. This isn't passion right now. This is like, I have to do this. Like with glass, like the only time I feel like I have to do it or want to feel like I have to do it is like when I actually like, I have to do it cause I love it so much. I never want to be like, fuck, I got to go make this to pay this bill. Like that's like, that's reality a lot of the time for a lot of people that make anything, but that's such a hard place to be creative in when it's like, you know, if when you're just doing it because you have to pay that bill, but that's reality, you know, I just try to keep myself, my point is I'm trying to keep myself in a fun space where I can, even though I have bills to pay and things to do, I can still just be enjoying myself and 
doing silly shit too. Oh, it's gonna be a perfect temp. <laughs> Whoa! is different. <laughs> Whoa! You know, hash is different. It is. That guava is phenomenal. Wasn't coughing because anything was hot or harsh. The terp took my breath away, dude. That was like incredibly flavorful. What a treat. But Whoa! Man. And the blooping RBR, forget about it. So fucking smooth. You know? Like, I almost kept this one too. I kept the first one. I almost kept this one too, just because, like, these are. I love the way these fucking things hit. And they're the pieces, like, when I go hang out with, like, other glassbone homies I wanna bring over with me to be like, check this out. Because it looks just like an RBR, but, like,. <coughs> uh, from someone who makes glasses' point of view, when I show them the can, they go, okay, cool, cool. And then they look closer and they go, wait, how'd you, which weld went first? Like, how'd you get it? Because there's a, there's an order of things when you're building stuff out of glass. There's a process and there's many different ways to do things and have the same outcome, but there's still a process of all of those ways. And no matter what, when people look at it, to make glass, they have to go through the process in their head, how they would put it in. And then they're going to hit a point where they go, but how... Did you get that weld? <coughs> and then I break it down and then it's like basically like, oh, so it's like, it's somewhat luck is involved there. It's not just, you know, it's not just, oh, you follow these steps and you get this outcome. It's like, no, you follow these steps and you have a, this probability of getting the outcome. It's truly like gambling. So that's why certain pieces will never be really put into production as much as they'll be like pop up like one or two a year. And you'll be like, oh, one of those, there's one of those. He wanted to make one. Because the gamble, I tried it and it worked out. Um, and then if the gamble works out, then I offer it to you guys. So, but then is when, when there's other pieces like our four core RBRs that you see in our pre-sale and you see a lot of those in the full color options, those aren't as much of a gamble. Those, when I make those, those are a really high probability of me finishing them. Um, but certain pieces are like, you know, almost a higher probability I won't be able to finish it. It's like there's a small window that I might be able to pull this off. And um, I like to do that at least once or twice a month. I mean, that's what this big one was too, this big blooping tower thing. That was like, let's see if this works out. And then I made it and I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna do another one of these probably for a long time or sell it, so I'm gonna keep it. Um, I was gonna originally sell it, but then I was like, no, I need to keep it. Cause the problem, I feel like I've sold or given away so many different like prototypes or one of ones that like, it's hard for me like when other artists or people stop by and I want to show them things, I don't have anything to show them. I'm always like, oh, everything's already been shipped or like there's nothing. It makes it look like I'm not making anything when people stop by, but like we're definitely make, we make glass. I'm fucking, I, I, I crush. Fuck, dude, I'm stoned as hell. That fucking guava, bro. That was, you know, hash is a whole different animal. Different clarity than can, like the actual fucking flower, dude. I mean, flower is like, Way more to me is like the high school high where you're just like feel a little city, silly. You got your, that little body high. It's like like a warm blanket. Dude, when I smoke hash, it's like I feel like I 
like more clear headed, but it's, it's like, I don't even know. It's like way more like cerebral, if that makes sense. It's much less in my physical body. It's more of like this mental space it puts you in. Um, that's just so different. You know, some people will go in the mental space and find anxiety. I do that at least, you know, a few times a year, but often when I'm in that mental space, I just can find like inspiration or things that like I can like appreciate or be like, like live. This sounds corny as fuck, but like live a life of gratitude. If that makes sense, like giving a fuck about like the good things in your life and saying it to yourself, Hey, I'm grateful for this. Like, I'm grateful that I have this, like, even if it's a temporary moment of that, like, it's important to recognize it and appreciate it. And I find that, like, <clears throat> I don't know, man, cannabis really helps me get to that place, whether it be flour or hash, though. But I don't know what my overall point was there. I'm just so stoned from that guava. I mean, it literally tore my face off. I have to go make glass here in a little bit. Like, this is the one day... When I do this, though, is when Aisha comes down and we're filming, like, podcasts. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take dabs all at once. I'm going to take one more or two. But I'm going to take too many dabs, like, all at once in, like, an early hour in the day. And I've been up, I've been getting up earlier. I'm doing this early thing. I've actually had more rest. Even I'm back working with my trainer again before. Because, like, a year, and like, April of last year, I stopped working with her because we got the information about everything that was happening with code enforcement in our building. Which, just to let everybody know... We're at like 90% right now. We're almost approved on everything. We just got one last thing to do. Um, but I have like a lot of faith that this is going to be hopefully done by the end of September, which would be like a huge relief off me. I think that I would go back to a space in my mind where I felt like even more creative and like good if I didn't have so much weight on my mind with other shit. But that's life. You know, you're always going to have fucking shit on your mind. Even if one thing ends, you know, often another thing pops up. So it's kind of like when you like pay off a loan or something, or you pay off a bill and you're like, oh, nice, I won't have to pay that 200 bucks a month or that $150 a month or whatever it is. And then as soon as you like pay that thing off, all of a sudden like some random shit happens. You're like, sick, just have this new bill pop up for $175 a month. So I'm actually making $25 less a month now than I was previously when I was paying that other loan that was on my mind for years. Sick. So that's why you can't like have like expectations with a lot of that shit. You kind of just got to fucking go with the flow. It's hard, though. It's hard to plan your life and also go with the flow, you know? Trying to have a schedule and go with the flow, it's, like, really counterintuitive. It doesn't really make sense. But that's why if you're, like, just educated enough to, like, be responsible enough to do all that stuff but not so educated that you realize how much of delusion you're living in, you can find this, like, beautiful space, which I'm trying to be right there. Like, sometimes I feel like I've gotten too much information, you know what I mean, where they say ignorance is bliss. That's kind of, like, that's a saying, right? Well... The older I get and the more I learn, the more I agree with that. I'm like, damn, I wish I didn't know about that. Or I wish I didn't know so much. But at the same time, the more I learn, the less I feel I know. And I know that probably doesn't make sense. But for one, like for example, if I were like describing like me learning things as opening doors and seeing what's on the other side, every time I open a door that I'm like, wow, I learned a lot. I'm going to open this door and like here's all this knowledge. I think it's like the end of the game and I look through the door and I see a skyscraper that's filled with another 10,000 doors and I'm like, I know nothing. I know nothing. Every time I learn anything about history, science, politics, the cosmos, I go, oh my gosh, I know nothing. There's so much to learn. And the more you learn, the more you realize you absolutely know nothing. You, and there's not possible for you to learn it all. You don't live long enough. 
Like, it's just what it is. And you almost have to accept ignorance. You actually have to pick a lane to live in so that you can be not go crazy. You have to go, you know what? I'm going to believe this because I don't have the mental capacity to learn all that. And, like, even the other day I had someone here that was like, oh, dude, like, you do, like, science in here all day because, like, you're, like, figuring out this and that and shapes and how to function. I'm like, absolutely not, bro. I'm not doing function. I'm not doing science. All science does is explain what I'm doing. I just put shit together and then make things happen. Then science will come over and go, oh, so here's what, actually what he did on paper. And then this is why that makes a vortex. And this is how that works. And, you know, they could, science could explain what I did. I can't, though. I don't have time to learn that. So I just live in my reality where I'm like, I'm going to stick some stuff together and smoke weed through it and see what happens. And if you need more information, I'm sure someone more educated than me can actually break that down and give you a scientific like analysis of exactly what's happening in front of you. But yeah, I don't know, man. Information. I feel like information is how like people are basically beings that aren't immortal. That's how we like cope with living and like knowing that we can only have a temporary life here. It's fucking crazy. Science, religion, all of it. It's all just to just, for some reason as humans, if we, we feel like if we can explain what's happening to us, even if something horrible is happening to us, if we can explain it, we feel we have more control over it, which makes us feel safer and okay. But that's also delusion too. It's like, just because you're on fire, if you, if you can explain it through science why you're on fire and why your skin is melting off in combustion has, does not make you feel better. You're fucking on fire, dude. Like... So I think a lot of the time, like, looking for answers with things, it's like, just go with the flow, bro. I was like, aliens could be real, they could not be real, it doesn't matter, you still gotta pay your bills next month, and they ain't gonna pay them for you. Like, of course, me, I want aliens to be real. I gotta clean my alcohol, dude. That shit looks like syrup, and, like, the nails are not even coming out clean now. They're coming out with, like, just a full layer of oil on them. Yeah, but hopefully I didn't sound like a negative Nancy there. I keep it positive, bro. My point is, I'm just not trying to... I, I see too many friends and family arguing over silly stuff. And, like, whether it be from beliefs or politics or whatever, I'm like, guys, that's fun if it's, like, a hobby you want to do or whatever. But, like, just none of that shit really is going to matter. Just try to try to be a good person. Enjoy your time with the people around you you care about. And and just have try to have good more good days than bad days. Like, it's all pretty... No matter what you believe in, it's like, that's, I don't know. That's what I'm trying to do anyways. I used to overcomplicate a lot, and I found myself having more expectations for things, and then when those expectations weren't met, I was bummed out. And I'm not trying to be bummed out, dude. I'm just trying to go to the trampoline park, jump around, smoke hash, fucking build stuff out of glass, hang out with the family. Like, I want, some of it's not that simple, because it's pretty niche to, like, blow glass and do this, and be able to smoke hash all the time is, like, pretty rare, too. Like, most people can't do that just because of circumstances where you live. Or not everyone wants to be that stoned all the time. You know what I mean? Like, let's be for real. Not, not everyone wants to be fucking super dabbed out all the time. Like, and then some people do. You know, that's what it is. But, man, that hash looks so good, dude. See? Those people are missing out, bro. When you open a fresh jar of hash, you just see it. And it just looks like a little wet, little wet goober. A little pile of fucking mashed potatoes. A little butter running off of it. Mmm. Yeah, man. I'm sure eventually I'll hit a point where I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not going to smoke hash all the time. I mean, I've had those points. I've had tolerance breaks, but I'm still smoking, like, weed the whole time I'm on a tolerance break. I'm, like, ripping joints, like, ten of them a day, though. I feel like I feel better when I'm smoking more hash physically, though. 
I feel like when I'm smoking more weed, I physically actually feel like shit. Like my lungs are like, damn, dude, we've been smoking a lot of weed. When I'm when I'm smoking hash, it doesn't affect me the same way. But mentally, I think I'm a little bit more scattered on hash because it's just a lot. <coughs> it's like pick your poison, dude. You know, you could, or you guys, people would be like, we could not be stoned all day. But living that life sounds way too easy, dude. I'm trying to play this game on hard mode. You know how much harder everything is if, you have, if you're smoking hash all day? Dude, little things stress you out. Some things you don't even notice that are important. <laughs> I'm playing life on hard mode for, for sure. <coughs> I'm trying to build character. If you want to live an easy life and just not smoke weed all day and have to just, you know, I'm just saying, living life through the haze of THC, I think is more challenging in some aspects, which is, you know, how I'm justifying why I do it. Like, Living life on hard mode, dude. Giving a good, valiant effort here. I'm not trying to like live that simple, basic mode. I'm like, oh shit, I'm stoned. Like, how do I figure this out while I'm stoned? Don't overthink things. Don't be emotional. Shit, you smoked hash. Now you're more emotional and overthinking things. Living life on hard mode. It's sick. You know, not for everybody. I was never good at video games, so I think this is like me trying to prove to myself I can play some games good. I'll do the game of life. Let's play it on fucking hard mode, bro. Smoke hash the whole time. At least. Through my 20s and now into my 30s. So we're doing pretty good. I've been smoking hash for 13 years. It's a science experiment, truthfully. Um, but I think eventually I might just be like ripping like a little flower bowl on my porch and just drinking coffee and shit. Probably decaf because I'll probably have like a heart condition at that point. Probably I'll have too much caffeine. Um, but dude, just ripping coffee and bowls. Like I might even, or maybe just bowls of hash. I don't even know. I just know that I think cannabis will be part of my life pretty much forever um for me it started as something that was like more of a medical thing that was helping me with issues i had and now it's turned into something that it's like i found a space where this temporary existence i have on this planet i have more peace and happiness than i have sadness and stressful things like no matter what thing happens to me like i don't look at things like a crutch as much as i look at them as tools to help me maintain my composure and outlook on life. And I like treats. Good hash, good flour, that's a treat. You know, a little fucking little piece of cake, that's a treat. I need little things to look forward to to get throughout the day. Because life's fucking stressful. And, you know, maybe I'll get to a point someday where I don't need treats. I can be a treatless person that's just happy all the time. But I don't think that's reality. I think that life is like an ebb and flow of just ups and downs and positives and some negatives. Just like the positives wouldn't be positive without the negatives. You need both of them for them to mean anything. So if you want a life filled with immense joy and love, just know that you're probably going to have a lot of dark times too because you won't be able to recognize that immense joy or love unless you have had times where there's none of that there. So smoke hash, live life on hard mode. That's the point of today's episode. Um, and build character, you know? That's what it's all about. Hope you guys like checking out the glass in the beginning. It was fun just ranting, chilling. Always love it. And yeah, we got a drop today, Sunday, Sunday, September 17th, 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, bmsglass.com under the Sunday Sale tab. Uh, we're going to have a nice variety of things, not high quantities of anything, but we'll have all sorts of flower stuff. We'll have RBRs. We'll have, I have one honey jar in full color. It's a 10 mil. I don't make a lot of those. There's probably only going to be like maybe one more made this year. So there was less than six made this year. Like they're pretty limited. Um, so more collectible in my opinion. But yeah, and then any of these like caps you've been seeing me use, these RBR ones, 
we're gonna have an accessory drop sometime in october um if you want to check out the newsletter on bmsclass.com you sign up for that we'll be sending out emails when the accessory drops will be happening and the price points but we're gonna have some really cool new accessories and some killer price points and function um and probably dropping flower slides all sorts of stuff so have all that coming up thank you so much everybody for hanging out with me and i hope you have an awesome day this is episode 132 of the what's for everybody podcast checking out all the flower pieces thanks guys whoa dude